a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. Naki. So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth? There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Atahai. And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. As they are joined each week with a guest host. Raging erections. Yeah. MMOs are like a lifestyle. I'm... I'm happy. <laughs> Whether you're going up against the uh, the armies of the English cavalry or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. Oh god damn. <laughs> Does that mean I should be doing an intro right now? <laughs> yeah, go. What was the intro? Look, I, 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 over, I overran my own intro, guys. Oh, fantastic. Hi, guys. Welcome to uh, ATGN Podcast. Uh, all things good and nerdy, also known as I'm already fucking everything up. Uh, we borked the page again because we are really, really good at borking pages. Because Chris isn't here, and what we've determined is that he's a motherfucking wizard, and we suck. And he's actually sacrificing a lot of small animals to keep us going. <laughs> um, so, as you can see, I'm Naki, um, or listen. I don't, I don't know how this goes. Whatever. Um, I'm Naki. I'm one of your regular hosts. Uh, joining me today is our other regular host, uh, Adahe. Hello. Um, on top of that, we have a regular guest host who's trying to make himself into Chris. I'm pretty positive he's slowly morphing <laughs> that way. We have Ryan returning. I didn't have time to hang up my Iron Man posters. Ah, uh, next time. Next time. <laughs> and we have a brand new guest host with us today who, if you're watching live, does not have a camera, but he appears as a small dinosaur. We have Mr. Mark joining us. Howdy. Um, you may know Mark from such things as EVE Online, where he is quite famous, and he has done talks, and it's cool. I fucking love EVE. Just it out there. Can we just take over this podcast and then just talk about EVE? You <laughs> totally can, because I'll sit here and watch the Doctor Who special again. I, uh, I Unfortunately, I haven't been able to play since I've been working forever. I haven't played for months, but uh, I, I, that game ate my soul for a long-ass time. Yeah, that that sounds about right. It, that's what it does. Um, so, uh, since since you all are Eve players, and I know absolutely nothing about Eve, I figured that would be something you all could talk about. Yeah, because I'm awesome at this hosting <coughs> thing, and I totally did the show notes. I did it. Well, Naki, that's okay. That's okay, because they can talk about Eve, and you and I can talk about the incredible and possibly world-changing television event that occurred over the weekend. 
was it was it the Doctor Who 50th anniversary special? No, no, it wasn't some medical mystery show. I don't know what this show is. I'm assuming it's like a crime drama or something, because <laughs> I see it all over Facebook. It must be like one of those niche things that only a few people like, but they're really vocally loud. I'm talking about the season four My Little Pony premiere, which oh. I'm assuming everyone was watching. I totally watched that and not the Blackhawks game or uh, <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> I, I I should probably tell you guys I've been sitting on that medical mystery line <laughs> since like <laughs> two p.m. last night yesterday, last yesterday. Like, oh man, I can't wait to drop that. I hope I hope no one ruins it for me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things, you know. Right now, I'm staring at Matt Smith wearing a fez. Um, anyways, so. Uh, who wants to go first with their news of the week, and then we'll we'll just spiral off into our because we're only twenty minutes late, guys. I mean, <laughs> that's cool. Um, <laughs> because Chris is a because Chris is a motherfucking wizard and doesn't actually teach us how to run this show. <laughs> Those twenty minutes are Chris's wizard minutes. They are. He doesn't he want to talk about all the animal sacrifice. He does. I uh. <laughs> I'll take the option to go first because I'm going to be really short with my news of the week. I finally got into the Hex Alpha, and I am currently kicking Bachman's ass. As he's <laughs> <laughs> For those who are new to the show, Anthony Bachman is also one of our frequent guest hosts who is trying to take down Ryan and... <laughs> Not quite working. I said that I I would really like a gladiator battle for to happen, but I think what actually might happen is more of a mystery science theater style uh, <laughs> podcast one day, where we'll have Ryan, Anthony, and our other frequent guest host Michelle all on at one time, and the three of us will sit back here and we'll just we'll just we'll just grade you guys. We'll critique you on your ATGNS. The worst, part's gonna be is when, the worst part's going to be when you guys are all stone fucking silent and they just turn to each other like, guys, they're better at this than we are. <laughs> this that's is a really entertaining show. What the fuck do we do? <laughs> that's, that's when I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, you're the new Naki. Bye. <laughs> so, Anna, hey, what, what is Hex? Because I, I am way out of lo- the loop on video game news. So what is this, what is this wizardry? Hex is a uh, trading card game that's completely digital. Uh, oh. I can't get the screen share to work on Google right now, so I can't do that option. Oh, there we go. Did uh, did they have a Kickstarter for that not too long ago? They did. Okay, all right. I do know what that is then. I just had forgotten the name. But yeah. feel free to explain it to those of us. It's uh, similar to like that of... I don't know why it's showing the ATGN page. That's weird. It's like that of Magic the <laughs> Gathering or likes. Um, I hey, can't explain it because spider. I suck at explaining things. Uh, but if you're into... Uh, why isn't the screenshot? It makes me sad. I'll just turn it off. Uh, if you're into trading card games in any way, shape, or form, you'll love Hex. Uh, it has a lot of the fill of Magic the Gathering, but there's also bunny people. Motherfucking bunny. Uh, An- Anthony says in the chat room, 20 slash 19 and I have five bunnies. You're going to die, Adahe. Hey. Uh, just, just, yeah, no. <laughs> the challenges, they've started. Excellent. 
I, I always like seeing uh, challenges go out for have, anything a, even remotely resembling four, a tabletop game. I have a 4-5 uh, rampaging squirrel titan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to figure out how this deck works there, Bachman, so... I, I want... Because he's I, now a 6-7 rampaging squirrel titan. Yeah. Random tangent time. So once upon a time, um, Ryan and I here were going to do a, a, a sketch show, but he wound up in a ditch that night and it didn't work out. But we were going to do a Deadpool versus Squirrel Girl dramatic reading. Oh and god, that, that for some reason made me think of that. I I completely forgot about that night. That was a rough night for me. <laughs> I feel real bad that I didn't make it to that uh, to that show. <laughs> No, it's okay. It was a really, it was a really rough show. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, that that's something that maybe we should consider doing as filler for one of these shows one day, right? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Um, in the meantime, I actually would like to go next for the uh, news of the week, if I may. No, you smell. Okay. How can you Pardon? smell me over the internet? Smell of it. You really, you really smell. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope not. Oh, I really hope not. That's something right, right. I have to fight against every day. Um, <clears throat> so I uh, I had the the privilege of playing games yesterday all day long. I played a shit ton of games. I was over at Chicagoland Games, the Dice Dojo, um, which is a wonderful local game shop in Chicago. If you ever get a chance to visit it, I highly recommend it. Um, and we were playing some games to raise a couple bucks for. Um, uh, the Typhoon Haiyan relief. I think that's how you pronounce it. Whatever the typhoon that hit the Philippines was. And um, we we did a pretty good job of that. But uh, what I actually wanted to talk about was the Star Trek Attack Wing tournament that was going on while we were playing games all day. Um, Star Trek Attack Wing, for those of you who don't know, is a miniatures-based uh, fleet combat game uh, very similar to the X-Wing miniatures game that Chris and I have talked about in the past. In fact, it's the exact same rule system. Uh, WizKids... Hey, go, go ahead. I was going to say, I was on a tabletop bebop with you talking about it, jerk face. Anyways, I, continue. I was, I, was get, I was getting to that. I wasn't getting to that. I forgot. <laughs> um... So if you go back and watch any of the ancient and dust-covered episodes of, or listen to the ancient and dust-covered episodes of Tabletop Bebop, you can hear uh, me, Sean, and Naki talking about uh, uh, X-Wing. But um, Attack Wing is a Star Trek theme of it. Um, WizKids Games basically license the movement system and some of the other mechanics from X-Wing, and they apply the Star Trek license that they have command of to it and created a... Uh, a game that is similar but but different in a lot of ways. It's got um, different cards and abilities that you can upgrade your ships with. It's a capital ship-based game as opposed to a dogfighting, starfighter-based game. Um, and some of the mechanics reflect that. Your ships are less maneuverable, but they've got bigger hit points and they shoot more guns, that sort of thing. Um, the reason I bring it up is because the folks that were playing at uh, the Dice Dojo this weekend were playing in the first organized play event, which is based around the events of the Dominion War, and WizKids just recently announced that the final prize um, for the end of this uh, organized play cycle is going to be an actual Deep Space Nine miniature with full stats that you can use in games. Uh, I'll go ahead and post a link in the chat room. 
that folks can uh, can kind of follow and see what the Deep Space Nine uh, miniature looks like, as well as some of the other miniatures they've given away. They've given away some uh, Burrell class uh, Klingon birds of play, uh, prey. Wow. Um, the uh, they're, they're giving play. birds of play. Um, <laughs> um, next month is going to be the USS Sutherland Nebula class uh, Federation ship. They gave away a Ferengi Marauder, which is pretty hilarious. Um, they're doing some more Dominion ships and some Starfleet fighters and stuff like that. So it looks like it's going to be, you know, WizKids is really pulling out all the stops for their organized play. Now, as someone who has not yet gotten into this game but is very interested, what I'm hoping will eventually hear is that all of these models will be available for sale once the next uh, organized play cycle begins. But uh, if not, then you know you may want to consider jumping on board and, and getting in on these uh, events before uh, before you lose the chance to win any of these forever. So, um, yeah, that's my news of the week. Star Trek stuff. It's pretty awesome. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Can I just say for the record that I feel like a failure of a Trekkie for not knowing about this? You can, and you are. <laughs> well, there you have it. To be fair, well, to be fair, I. I f- I felt like a failure of a Trekkie because we were talking about Star Trek, obviously, while the guys no. were setting up for the tournament, and they were talk they were talking about um, Voyager, and I I have only seen one complete episode of Voyager, and that is the episode where uh, okay, Dwayne no, the Rock Johnson is a guest star. Of course, that was the one you wanted. Which is the oh, only, okay. as far as I'm concerned, it's the only Voyager episode that matters. <laughs> I feel like if The Rock was in more of the Star Trek episodes, I probably would have watched more. But I've honestly seen, like, a few episodes of The Next Generation and a few episodes of Deep Space Nine, so I can't call myself a Trekkie by any means. But... It pisses my dad off. I'm able to identify Next Generation episodes by five-second clips. It pisses him off. (laughs) That is is a whole lot of Trekkiness. I'm I'm not a Trekkie. There's there's, we have these ships at the at one day one day I'll be there. Uh, We have these ships over at the uh, over at the comic shop, and there was a guy like we. It's like they they did diecast molds of these ships, and they're really cool looking. But he and he's asking me what these ships are, and he's like and he's like you know there's there's one two three four you know which ones are five what is five and six going to be, and I'm like well that's the Enterprise. And that's also the Enterprise, and that's also the Enterprise. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> He's like, well, that's Enterprise D, and that's Enterprise blah. And I'm like, and so I looked it up online. I guess the next ship is going to be Romulan. Romulan? Did I say that? Ro- Romulan. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going <laughs> Romulan Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm kind of like the dodge meme right oh, now. Oh god, okay? that's like Naki, you could you couldn't have said something worse if you'd said like the dreaded grab on empire. Like the the hang the hang ons? The grab ons? What what are they called again? Oh. No no no, he's talking okay. about the Vulcans. <laughs> the Vulcans, yeah. I went, I, least... I went to, I went to Vulcan last year, and it was, uh, it wasn't fun, but it was very logical. <laughs> my face um, palm so hard, my head hit the back. <laughs> I, uh, I do want to point out one quick thing about uh, Star Trek Attack Wing. Uh, WizKids also does a line of Star Trek Hero Clicks that is also ship models. Um, 
but they are not interchangeable. They are not the same game. So be so if anyone's interested in purchasing this game or going to look at it, make sure you're looking at Attack Wing and not Hero Clicks. The Hero Clicks game isn't bad, but it suffers all of the regular problems that Hero Clicks games have, just being kind of a convoluted mess. Um, you just have to put a little bit of work in into learning all the rules and learning all the special oh. abilities. Attack Wing is going to be. Um, much smoother, I believe. Um, so just kind of a word of warning for folks looking into these for the first time. Well, um, the, also the thing with Heroclix is right now they do, they're in an event mode. Um, if you decide that you want to go into a shop and play Heroclix, right now they're doing Avengers versus X-Men event. So it'll be a little bit difficult. Um, the problem that I have with, uh, Heroclix isn't Anything that has to do with the rules, it has to do with the fact that if you want to play, you have to pay so much freaking money. <laughs> it is not a cheap game to continually invest into. So Yeah, Wiz- WizKids is one of the few companies that, that has clung on to the... WizKids and Wizards of the Coast both cling to the random distribution method. I talked about it last week when we were talking about the... Um, Marvel Dice Masters game. It's uh, it's not my favorite model, and it is a model that almost every other company has eschewed. Um, that's my word of the day, calendar word. Um, <laughs> um, and it's 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 it, I mean it's a di- it's a dying distribution method, and only time will tell if uh, WizKids can can keep this up or not. Now, Naki, if you want to play competitively, yeah, you got to drop a ton of money. But I will say that the the starter sets, like the five or six model starter sets that WizKids puts out, are a really great place. If you want to pick one of those up, and your friend wants to pick one of those up, and you guys just want to play the game and try it out, those are those are really great for that. Um, but uh, unfortunately, my big issue is, in addition to being collectible, the models really aren't that great for pre-painted models. That's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, Jeanette in the chat room has offered to uh, le- be my guide of Star Trekiness and make a cheat sheet of episodes for me. So I'm excited. I might actually get into Star Trek, guys, if I have time. We'll see. You know, time is a thing. Oh, Naki, uh, one, one real quick thing. No, go ahead, Mark. Oh, I was just saying I'm uh, pretty sure Mark. not to sleep. Hello? I don't. Yeah, She should stop eating, too. That would give her a lot of time. We can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I don't have time to eat, really. I, I ate... Um, I had a couple of toaster waffles while we were trying to set up the uh, the Google chat. So, yeah, that worked out well. Anyways, what were you going to say, Ryan? Uh, I just want to say that it, since, since we mentioned uh, Tabletop Bebop, um, game that I played yesterday that you might be interested in, it was a Lord of the Rings deck building game. Um, oh, I played uh, the one by, um, by Cryptozoic. Uh, Cryptozoic. Yep. I played the yep. Fellowship one with uh, Sean. Out when I was out in Toronto. You know what else Cryptozoic made? Yeah, I I like I. What else Walking did Cryptozoic? Hex. Nice. Oh, did they really? <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured I'd mention it. Um, again, for those of you who listened to the Tabletop Bebop episode where we covered the DC deck builder, the Lord of the Rings deck building game. Oh crap! Did we oh, lose crap. Ryan? I think we lost Ryan. 
Oh, no. Ryan, I can see up your nose. It's frozen it is. <laughs> I can see up Ryan's nose. <laughs> um. So, while, while we wait for Ryan to come back. It was a great back, exit, though. It was. <laughs> we got a remix and everything. <laughs> no. All right, Mark, <laughs> let, let, while we wait for Ryan to come back, why don't we go with your news of the week? Uh, my news of the week is just going to be uh, that Star Citizen, because uh, I'm very much more a video gamer than I am a tabletop gamer, uh, hit $29 million in uh, crowdsourcing, which is ridiculous for a game that hasn't even come out and no one really knows what it's about yet. So uh, I'm really just, my, my news of the week is that... Uh, I think it's Robert Space Industries has uh, been crowdsourcing. It started on Kickstarter. I'll, I threw in like 20 bucks when it first got started. Hey, Ryan might be back, maybe? Ryan? He's currently, he's yes. currently muted. There we go. There we go. All right. Welcome Due to the back. number of participants, you may be muted. Oh, that's great. Thanks. Thanks, Google. <laughs> Thanks, back. Google. That's helpful. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Mark was just telling us about a game that made $29 million, and it nobody really knows about it. It is not well. Not that nobody really knows about it, but I mean, a lot of it's people just know a about publisher. it. I don't know a lot of people know about it. Not a lot of people know. I'm kind of expecting it to just build up too much expectation at this point, so I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this. I want twenty nine million dollars. Which game is this? And is this a Star was this Citizen? A Kickstarter? Oh, okay. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Yes, I uh, I have several friends that went banana sandwich on the Star Citizen. Yeah, a lot of. people seem to have, which is, it, it's entertaining to watch, uh, just, I, as I said, I threw like 20 bucks when it first got started, and I haven't g- given any shit, just because the hype just seems to be building up so much on this game that I'm terrified it's gonna fall flat, or it's just gonna be a giant troll or something at this point. Being a troll is fun a, a lot of time. <laughs> I've determined, because I actually game, you've all realized this, but my, my computer sucks, and, um, it does not actually like me to game, so when I do jump into people's games via my computer, it's basically just a troll. I don't <laughs> blow up people's ships like I'm pe- like people do in Eve, though. I'm not that mean. Well, clearly you're not made out for Eve, though. Yeah, Eve's all about being a mean bastard. It's like, are you a huge douche? You should play Eve. <laughs> That's why I love the game. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, that really only works in-game. Everyone that I've met who plays Eve in real life, everyone that I've met, has been, like, fantastic. It's true. Do you There's just even love... Eve conference where full of Eve players. That's true. Do you just and love... Uh... Every... What, right? I was going to say, do you just love micromanagement? Do you, do you just spend days just jerking it so right to spreadsheets and, and various <laughs> reference documents and just love like planning a detailed schedule about how to train your skills? Then Eve is the game for you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I love Eve. The game, but I still play it. Yeah. I'm terrible at, the, at all of that stuff, but I still, I really love Eve. I don't play it anymore, um, but there, are, there have been a number of times when I've almost jumped back in. I'm actually waiting to build a new rig, and it's one of the games that's on my radar to, to get back into. One of these days I will build a rig. 
That's on the to-do list. Everyone should build a glorious shrine to the Lord Gaben. going to be building a rig, and then in six months I don't, so we'll see what happens with that. Well, if we all build the shrine to Gaben, like uh, Adahe wants to, we might actually have Google Hangouts at work. It's true. Everyone should build a glorious shrine to Lord Gaben. Is it to that Gaben or Chris? Do we have to... Uh, have more animal well, sacrifices to get the show running. Well, well, for for <laughs> to get the show to run, we have to either send Chris massive amounts of bacon, or sacrifice a small <laughs> animal. And then to to make Google run, we have to build a shrine to the All Lord Gaben. So that's that's basically what's going to happen. I'm sure, eventually, maybe one time. I don't know. I don't even have a microphone yet, so <laughs> you know, one step at a time, guys. Details, details. I know, right? Oh shit, it's my turn for news of the week. We kind of already touched on my news of the week um, because, again, I'm I'm awesome, and I totally did the show notes this week. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so my news of the week is that the Doctor Who 50th anniversary was yesterday. Um, and not My Little Pony this time around. Um, I know. Sad face, Ryan. It's okay. Um, for those of you unaware, uh, the 50th anniversary features both 10 and 11 um, and the War Doctor, which they showed a special of uh, a little, like, six-minute clip that you could catch on YouTube called The Night of the Doctor. Uh, the Day of the Doctor premiered last yesterday in simulcast around the world at... Well, it's central time is one fifty. Um, I was at work, so I just stayed off the internet until I was able to watch it at midnight. And um, I don't know, I, you guys haven't watched it, have you? Nope. Nope. No, I have not. I'm actually behind on my Matt Smith Doctor stuff, so I uh, I don't feel like I could jump right into the to the live stream or to the live stream the uh, the anniversary. Yeah, I'm only caught up through what they have on Netflix, which I think is a season behind. Okay. Um, and I've been requested for no spoilers. Um, I'm, it, it's, I think people will enjoy it on its level. Um, personally, I was all for, in for it just because I am a huge Ten fan. David Tennant was, is, and will still be my doctor, um, with Richard Davies. Richard, or not Richard Davies. Wow. You know what I mean. <laughs> Peter Davison? No, Davies doing the writing. Oh, um, yeah. He, Russell T. Davies? Yes, thank you. Uh, RTD was my writer. Uh, I have a very hard time listening and watching Stephen Moffat's work. Um, a lot of people seem to have problems with Moffat. Well, he's kind of a giant douche. Yes. Um, that matches up with everything I've heard. Here, here's a question for you, Naki. Um, um, I know a lot of American fans seem to have a problem with Moffat. I don't know what the British contingent feels about him, though. Like, is it is does he have the same kind of eh, skeevy sort of uncomfortable reputation over there? Or? From what I'm understanding, he's pretty normal for a British dude. He's not like in the top hated like uh, Simon Cowell. Uh, Gordon Ramsay, Jeremy Clarkson, these people are incredibly hated over uh, over it, over across the pond there. Uh, I don't think he's up there with them or anything like that. Um, I oh, think... Man, I, lo- I love Gordon Ramsay. I, 
I do too. Especially after watching Top Chef, or not Top Chef, uh, Master Chef Junior. That was adorable. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think it's, it's just one of those things where he is very, he's very, very British. And he, uh, does not convey they well they apologize for everything they're also very blunt about everything and when he's when he came out for San Diego Comic Con and said if anybody leaks this I'm not going to premiere the episodes in in America um I think America just kind of went up in a uproar like whoa and everybody in England was like yeah this is what he says this is what he does like whatever um my problem doesn't lie with with that though. My problem lies with the fact that he just is terrible at writing women. He's really good at one shots. He's really good, but like the two episodes of Sherlock that he actually was the one to write are the two episodes I fall asleep in every time. It's 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 one of those things where his name is attached and he he has a good name to sell, but he doesn't actually have the work to produce it. Like I think it's just one of those things. Okay, um, I was just, I was just wondering if the, maybe there was a, a cultural divide. I think he's just very British. Okay. I think he's just very British, honestly. Um, on Twitter from Britain are uh, I know they're not as big a fan of most of his story arcs as well. For what it's worth, his well, he's he's done when he does his one shots. That he's got really good ideas, like uh, Silence in the Library with David. Ooh. That that was a David Tennant with uh, his companion was Donna Noble. That's when we got introduced to River Song. River Song was an amazing character until they turned her until he turned her into a withering fangirl. And I was like, I really didn't want her to be a fangirl. I wanted her to remain this you know mystery that just keeps appearing in the Doctor's life. I didn't want the mystery solved, you know. So it's just, it's one of those things where if he goes too much into a story, he'll fuck it up. But if he if he just leaves it alone, he lets other he's, people play with his characters. Just like his doom. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Did he do any of the Eccleston episodes at all? Um, I think I don't think he he was not part of Bad Wolf. I'm not quite sure off the top of my head. Um. Interesting thing with the 50th, I don't know if this is considered a spoiler or not, but you can definitely tell that Eccleston wanted nothing to do with it. That's and that made so me cool. really sad. That's actually that's actually a huge a huge turnoff for me because Eccleston Eccleston's my favorite uh, of the of the modern doctors. Eccleston is still the one that I'm like he He's so he got me so into the character, and don't get me wrong, I love David Tennant, and even Matt Smith has has some great moments uh, from what I've seen. But when I when I sit and think about, it, I was like, Eccleston was was a, just he played the role like where the Doctor was as a character. I'm not sure that anyone else could have played it as well as Eccleston did for that that first season of Modern Doctor Who. Um, he just he just nailed what what the character was supposed to be at that point. I think. I agree because I I I, I loved Eccleston. Um, uh, boyfriend does not love Eccleston. In fact, he hates Eccleston's doctor a lot. He thinks he's boring. Where as I'm I'm sitting here like no, he's a necessary doctor. But 
Oh yeah, he's totally um, necessary to get the series restarted. I would completely agree with that. He was he was a complete. Not only was he completely necessary, he was just he needed to be that character because of what had happened. He needed to be that tortured doctor. It was it was a very very well doctor, and he was the one who got the modern series started for all of us. You know, <clears throat> I wouldn't have ever watched Doctor Who otherwise. Like I. I had seen some of the fourth Doctor. I had seen some of the fifth Doctor. My aunt was obsessed with the fifth Doctor before she passed away. Um, so, but I had never actually like sat down and watched it until New Who. So, you know, I give Eccleston a lot for that, and I really wish he would have been a part of it. Really wish all of the Doctors would have been a part of it. But <laughs> uh, in the chat room, uh, Chris Hansen has said Shalka Doctor. Shalka? Did I say that right? Shalka? Shalka? I don't know. My my accent is going to come through. Um, Shaka Doctor for the win. Uh, Anthony Estestro is my doctor. Um, I'm, yeah. All right. So I'm the only one who's watched the 50th, so I'm not going to keep talking this because it's just bad plans probably because I'm going to spoil somebody, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So, wait, wait, you guys want game or something? Play game. Or 50th anniversary episode because you just ruined everything for me now. Everything. Aw, oh, man. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. Aw, oh, man. Now how about... <laughs> I can only do that so long before my nose hurts. So, what <laughs> game did you have in mind, then? <laughs> uh, well, Moving we, we have... We we have choices here. We could do fact or fiction. We can do uh, Kill Bang Mary or what's it? What's it, the other game we used to play? I don't have any of the the, the cosplays up, so I don't have that. Do you, you guys still do Rumble Pit? We have we could do, done that in a long time. We have not done a Rumble Pit in a long time. We could do a Rumble Pit. You have to make it up on the fly. For show, that's all of them, because, again, I'm awesome, and I totally did a, a <laughs> show notes this week. Because I totally had time, guys. I took a nap. To be fair, that is the most important. Naps are essential to modern life. Nap, naps are the greatest things in the world, okay? Uh, so do you guys want to do a rumble pit? Because I can think up a couple, I think. What's Rumble I could do one. I, okay, Rumble Pit. Um, two characters are cast into, or two groups, depending on you know what kind of Rumble Pit we do, are cast into a uh, into a pit, and they're uh, they're allowed to use superpowers and anything they have on them. Um, but the the pit is indestructible, and they are basically just fighting to the death. Who would win in a fight to the death? It's okay. uh, it's basically a shittier version of Deadliest Warrior because we don't get to see cool weapons like exploding uh, ballistic gel torsos. That is that is true. That I mean, is. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's 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 kick this off. Let's let's do it. Um. I'm looking at things around my room, trying to think of things. <laughs> Since you guys aren't Doctor Who fans, that would be uh, slightly more difficult. I, I have a wonderful um, idea for a, a, a battle pit thing. Go uh, for we'll it. Do, we could do a fight to the death of Ryan Newmerich and Bachman. Ooh. All right, all right, hang on, hang on, Naki, uh, uh, Adahe, because you, 
You said Ryan Numrich, and then you said Bachman. You could have just as easily said Ryan uh, Anthony Bachman and Ryan Numrich. <laughs> I had I had to because I knew I would fuck up the pronunciation of your name or his hidden name. Alright, so the death battle we between Botchman and Numrich. Botchman and Numrich. Alright. Ryan, are you wearing pants currently? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, there's a certain mystique that I cultivate whenever I guest host on the show, and I would really hate to ruin that by divulging that information. <laughs> well, because I think we, I think we know that that Anthony is not wearing pants, so. Uh, you, you guys, you guys remember how I go grocery shopping? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> You have you have me talking about raging erections on the intro splash for the podcast every week. It's true. I know. <laughs> All right. So we have both Ryan and me uh, in the rumble pit with no pants on. <laughs> I think, um, I think there are a couple of ATGN uh, fanfics that start off this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're entering Flash territory now. This is Flash territory. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out here. Anthony is a former Marine, so... Yeah. Right? No, is Marine I, or is a Navy? I believe, he, I believe he's Navy. <laughs> he was a seaman. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a seaman. Uh, um... Okay. For, yeah. Let, let's former... let's not be let's not beat her on the bush here. Anthony would destroy me in, in a physical <laughs> confrontation. <laughs> he would. He would. I would be. I would be a, a a puddle of bloody viscera with just a a shaft sticking straight up in the air, erect <laughs> and turgid. Like that is how that that contest would end. Um, oh wait. It- Anthony's giving stats in the, in the in the chat room. He has six years of military, trained in seven different martial arts, with a second degree black belt in, in taekwondo, an eight thousand dollar comic collection, and not wearing pants. Sailor, see, not a jarhead. I, I, I see. Okay, I was I was worried up until the point where he said that he studied taekwondo. When you study a real martial art, Anthony, then you can you, give me a call. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna die. I think he's yeah, gonna no. come through the internet and kill right now. <laughs> you know that. You know that scene. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be walking around with uh, with Muldoon from Jurassic Park, and he's gonna tell me to run for the trees, and I'll ask him why, and he'll say because we're being hunted, and then uh, Anthony will will come to get me, and I'll get taken out by the other two Anthonys that I never even knew were there. Uh, I'm I'm a dead man. Clever boy. I'm, I, so here's what it needs to happen. I, I'm a dead man now. Um, that, that much. That much is bad. So I think I need to call. I'll actually die. That will be a fantastic news item for next week's episode. <laughs> I, what I need to do is I need to pull a Tupac and start recording as many episodes of ATGN as I possibly can, so that they can be released for the next like six years, so no one really knows whether I'm dead or alive. Oh God. It- Going on for another six years. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope. 
Yeah, six years. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, in six <laughs> years, I'll, I'll only I'll, I'll be <laughs> I'll be thirty four then. Yeah, right. Naki I knew it. Only, <laughs> Naki will still have only eaten like five things in the past six years. Yeah, pretty much. So they'll just be uh, recording of me saying bacon, dick butts, and and <laughs> let's get this fucking shit started. And yeah, that'll be great. Mike says, "Rest in peace, Ryan." Yeah. Um. Uh, Anthony also says Taekwondo. He stayed in the longest because it was fun, and I enjoyed being an instructor. Yeah. No. I. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I, I would. I'm, I'm, I'm a I dead man. Be- I'm. I am. <laughs> I am a, a a corpse. And uh, Anthony, all he asks is send some nice flowers to Jeanette because, um, you know she's gonna be pretty upset that you murdered me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeanette in the chat room Yeah, no Ryan, I can't even come up with a way you can win And I am the craziest epic writer here <laughs> uh, Anthony says uh, Oh god damn it You guys and your big words I'm too tired for this uh, Posthumous uh, Guest hosting Thank you uh, Guest hosting would be the greatest And Chris is in the chat room But he's known as Mib Zigzervin <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this Ryan, is Mr. Mi- Chris Chris is using the the uh, little known uh username that is Mr. Mixelplex like gay cousin that the family doesn't really talk about a whole lot. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh he says Ryan becomes Voltron to win. <laughs> Yeah, well, here's the thing is is I have to get the the four other Ryans together to form Voltron. <laughs> and one of us has to, you know, form arms and legs, form, you know, uh, uh, feet, form torso, and I'll form the raging erection. That's how that, that goes. <laughs> no head, just raging erection. No, no head, just a giant, <laughs> a giant shaft. Uh, the raging erection. There's so many quotes for raging erection in this one. We never form the blazing sword. It's too big a risk. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> we want to play so, a different game now. <laughs> so should so should we should we do a different rumble pit now? <laughs> that doesn't include raging erections. Well, it might include raging erections. Who knows? If if, if this group is any indication, it will. Regardless of what it is, it will involve raging erections. Uh, probably. Uh, Adahe has also put up a from Family Guy uh, with the wheelchair Voltron. Triple Tron. Cripple Tron, if you, if you have seen that episode. <laughs> um, okay, so let's 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 talk uh let's talk dinosaurs. Um who we need we need two dinosaurs to go head to head in the pit. Try to think. Barney. Let's go I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Does any other dinosaurs have a name besides Barney? I've got something. There's, there's, there's uh, Dino. Dino. There's also Dino. <coughs> really impressive <laughs> names here, guys. The, the 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 writers of dinosaurs get up some really great names. <laughs> <laughs> 
really impressive. <laughs> There's the whole cast of the dinosaurs. I can't remember any of the name though. Not the mama. And frankly, that, and frankly, that's a good thing. Let's be honest here. No, the show was great. The show was fantastic. <laughs> I loved everything about that show except the baby. Not the mama. Uh, uh. <laughs> I I have a rumble pit for everyone. Okay. Which uh, um, is is distinctly uh, within my wheelhouse, but uh, I'm assuming everyone everyone at least uh, currently hosting has been has seen uh, Pacific Rim. Nope. Yes. No, Adahe, you're breaking my heart, man. Um. It's oh, kaijus versus robots. How can you say no? <laughs> Man. We'll, we'll I go own ahead that and movie. Do, we'll go ahead and do this one anyway, um, just because <laughs> I really want to see what everyone has to say about it. And uh, I want to go... Um, Gypsy Danger. I love you, Gypsy the ro- Danger. The giant robotic star of uh, Pacific Rim, arguably, uh, against the classic, the king of the monsters, Godzilla. Gojira! Or Gojira, if you prefer. Um, does does this include current comic line series as well? Because Gojira is pretty powerful right now. Um, no, we're gonna go. We're gonna go film film versions only. And we're, what we'll do is we'll do okay. we'll do um, the most recent films. So for anyone who's a huge Godzilla fan like me, I may be the only one here. <laughs> um, but Final Wars Godzilla. The, the last God versus um, Pacific Rim Gypsy Danger since since that's the only one so far. Uh, uh, shit, I don't know about the Godzilla movies. So I, <clears throat> but then again, I'm just thinking of Mecha Godzilla because that's the, uh, that was the last one I watched like recently. So <laughs> I've just got that in my head because it's Mecha Godzilla. Don't judge me. Did you guys lose me, or did I lose you? Or did we lose Ryan? Unfortunately, no, you're still here. Aww. Aww. Thanks, Adahay. Adahay loves me. Um, I'm going to vote Gypsy Danger. Um, I'm, I'm also going to go Gypsy Danger. I think we lost Ryan, though, so... Yeah, no. there he goes. Bye, Ryan! <laughs> Um, both tried. We tried. Uh, I, I, I'm voting Gypsy Danger because it's got it's a walking nuclear warhead. Like, how can you say no to Gypsy Danger winning that one? Yeah, I'm gonna go Gypsy Danger too, <laughs> if only because they will remember three quarters of the way through the fight without any preface whatsoever. They have a giant sword in their arm that they probably should have been using all along. Well, I think. Well, okay, that there was that, but I think. It was new to the to the new suit, right? It wasn't it wasn't yeah, in the old suit where to it. No, it was, I think I, I adore the movie. I adore the movie. But that I was just like, oh, we used an oil tanker, but maybe we should have just been using the sword the entire time. I think yeah, I mean the the sword was kind of a rando pull. It worked. Um because you know, it's a fucking sword in a in a in a giant robot. Why wouldn't they have giant sword in a fucking robot? But 
yeah, I, I, I have no problem. Like, I was just like, yeah, okay. I, I completely believe that this would happen. I'm not quite sure. Like, I, I love Mako Mori. Like, the whole point of me loving that movie is basically because of Mako Mori. And uh, when she's just like, yeah, there's a fucking sword. Why don't you know that there's a fucking sword? <laughs> How do I know there, this better than you do? There is, an, there is an explanation for that, actually, if you want to hear an incredibly fangirly explanation for it. I would do it. To. See, now, <clears throat> Raleigh was, was obviously one of the original pilots for Gypsy Danger. And Mako has never never pilot, piloted an actual Jaeger before in a combat scenario. So when the two of them were in the drift, uh, Raleigh more than likely took a slightly more dominant uh, uh, hold of the drift itself. I mean, the drift is if you if you read um, the graphic novel Tales from Year Zero, they talk about the drift and how it's sort of this in between place where there's not really. Um, the, the there's not no one really has a, a, a dominance over one over the other. It's sort of, and you're not really actively getting into one each other's memories. You're not really actively reading each other's minds. It's more a, a melding where where both minds are functioning as as one. But since Raleigh's got the experience, and since Raleigh knows Gypsy Danger without swords, it's very easy to imagine that. Their, their their melded minds would not have immediately jumped to the sword option until there was a, a a desperate need for it. Until there was really, I mean, they were getting carried up by Otachi. There was no other option for them to kill this thing. Um, and that's that's when Mako finally kind of snaps out of him and goes, "Oh yeah, we've got swords. Fucking let's use the swords." Um, yeah, that's. Can, can I just so proud to tell you? I'm so proud that you. Uh, the names of each of the monsters because I don't think they ever actually met. Like they, I think they mention the names each monster's name once, and then they never really get into what each monster is. It it took me a little while to to memorize all of them. Luckily, I've got all of the hero clicks over there. Um, that's been super helpful for keeping me <laughs> keeping me uh, up to date. Whenever I'm like, what is that guy's name? Oh, that's Raiju. That's right. Okay, Raiju. Excellent. <laughs> I do not. Clicks. I, I I have the see my way of getting my Pacific Rim fix because I had been wanting to watch the movie. What uh, since I saw the movie um, was I bought it a week early on Xbox Live. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 my way of of watching this movie. I so I. I've heard the cool special edition with the 3D Gypsy Danger case. Um, I still need to actually go through and watch all of the special features on this, but uh, this is one of the best purchases I've ever made. There's so many special features. I love the blooper reel. The blooper reel is fantastic. (laughs) They washed out that Um, kaiju. The kaiju's on the left. That one. (laughs) So getting... Getting back to the rumble pit, um, my my vote is. Oh yeah, is, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks thanks for joining us on the Pacific Rim Fancast. Uh, we hope you'll, you'll join us next week where we talk about uh, Pacific Rim and nothing else. Um, my my vote is for is for Godzilla um, because Gypsy's got swords. Like 
at the point in which Godzilla and Gypsy Danger are facing one another, um, Gypsy has got, I think, if I remember the canon correctly, a grand total of eight kaiju kills. <laughs> um, Bless you. But Godzilla, I mean, at, at the point where we're putting Godzilla into the Rumble Pit, he has fought everybody. He has fought uh, robot versions of himself, both crafted by aliens and crafted by mankind out of the bones of one of his predecessors. He has fought a monster spawn from the only weapon that has ever successfully killed a Godzilla. He has fought uh, numerous different types of aliens. He's fought uh, magic monsters that are summoned from another dimension. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of looking at like my wall of Godzilla movies and just thinking of all the things he's faced. He's fought he's fought giant robots with swords before. He has been stabbed and punctured. Um, Godzilla has a unique biology that allows him to regenerate uh, on like a Wolverine level. Um, so I don't think Godzilla just isn't a time lord. Uh, could be. Um, that's actually. Uh, well, I wasn't. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to uh, uh, say this, but uh, uh, I am announcing my uh, my Nano Rimo project, which is uh, Godzilla King of the Time Lords, uh, in which, in which it is revealed that uh, Godzilla. Um, I don't even know anything about Godzilla anymore. I saw like one movie ten years ago or something like that, but I would read the crap out of that. You seem to have forgotten Godzilla's uh, most uh, you know challenging fight of all time. Charles Barkley. Which was uh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, Dave Chappelle. That wasn't actually Godzilla, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 oh, Blackzilla. Uh, Anthony says, Godzilla has never fought Jax before, and that kid is badass. <laughs> and if you, if, you, if you don't know what he's referencing, Jax is uh, the character on Sons of Anarchy that, um, that uh, uh, Charlie Hunnam plays. Oh, I thought he was talking about Jax from the Mortal Kombat movies. (laughs) Also valid. Also valid. Continue. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, the other thing that uh, that Godzilla has that uh, Gypsy Danger, I'm not sure Gypsy Danger is entirely equipped to uh, contend with, is the nuclear death breath, which can fire... um, Oh, hell. I, I think... I believe that it's been measured at like half a kilometer at least is the effective range. Oh, actually, no. Because in fucking Godzilla Final Wars, he shoots a comet out of the sky with it. So, I'm pretty sure, Gip- as much as I love Gypsy Danger. What you're saying is that we shouldn't get in the way of Time Lord Morning Breath. Yeah, we should not get in the way of Time Lord Morning Breath. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with this matchup until the bitter end, FYI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we started late, we're technically a little bit longer. Uh, but uh, yeah, I suck. Number one, number two. Um, uh, I kind of have to go. Uh, so um, uh, we're gonna call it an hour-long show this week. So we didn't actually <laughs> contend to a winner. 
but I'm just I think I'm just gonna have Ryan and his hero clicks battle. I think that's a good ending to the show. Um, no, no, no. We're all of us the, the actual way. Who will just keep doing this for the next twenty minutes? <laughs> just like, uh, bye, bye, guys. <laughs> um. <sighs> sorry. Um. So generally, how we how we end the show is called uh, "What I'm Into." Uh, basically, we talk about stuff that we got into this week, what we what we would recommend people to do, um, and talk about Godzilla being a time lord some more. So, <laughs> <laughs> I really I really want that to be canon now with Doctor <laughs> Who mythology. <laughs> like all of a sudden, Godzilla appears. <laughs> I'm here to save your planet. <laughs> what if what if Godzilla himself is a TARDIS that is piloted by another Time Lord? I'm now waiting for I'm now waiting for the Godzilla movie where like the the eleventh Doctor just dashes out of Godzilla. I want him to see I want to see him like like in the eye. I want him to be in the eye and just be like la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving Godzilla. <laughs> We're the best house ever. Oh, I think my I think my my little uh yeah, uh I'm no longer in the chat room. Sorry guys. Uh computer died that I was working off of. Sorry. My bad. Um so so let's oh I turn, I turn to see what's going on on my TV because I, I tossed on uh, the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who, <laughs> and it's the, it's the last episode of David Tennant's Doctor. So I'm gonna wind up being a crying, blubbery mess in about three minutes. Um, I don't want to go. Should. I don't want to go. Mm, Wilfred. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's talk about what I'm into. Adahe, what are you into this week, other uh. than Hex? I was just say, I've been playing Hex. I uh, picked up some more cigars. I have a new humidor. It's quite large. There's pictures of it on my Facebook account, as well as on Reddit cigars. Um, it's awesome. Uh, Hex, more Hex, and working. Lots of working. Basically. Ryan, what are you into this week? Well, I've been doing a lot of work. Uh, the company I work for, Lemonbrat.com, uh, has been going is uh, has been out at two shows this weekend: uh, Midwest Fur Fest and Daisho Con, um, which I hope are doing well. I haven't had any contact with them, so that's basically what I've been doing all week. Um, in addition to setting up some new articles for uh, Gunna Geek, uh, Tabletop Tuesday is back with a vengeance, and I'll be covering some great games to buy for the holidays over the next couple weeks, so you guys can tune in on Tuesday and see the first part of my holiday uh, buying guide. Um, other than that, uh, I picked up the latest data pack for Netrunner, and I'll be building some Netrunner decks um, all day, every day for the rest of two day, um, and probably playing with my my, my hero clicks. Rawr. Rawr. <laughs> Mark, what are you into? Oh, let's see here. Uh, Rubicon dropped the newest Eve Online expansion dropped this week. 
so I've been spending a lot of time playing that and uh, updating my blog for that. I actually got a blog post out, which is fantastic, because that, like, never happens these days. Wait, wait. The important question here, does it involve space kittens? No, it doesn't. I wish it did. Aww. (laughs) It does not involve pirate space kittens. There is a... If you follow both Mark and myself on Twitter, uh, you will see conversations of us talking about pirate space kittens. This is generally what we... And dinosaurs and pup dog. um, Because we are generally trying to break each other's writer's block, and my my form is to tell him to write about pirate space kittens. And it is a fantastic uh, break for the writer's block, but unfortunately (laughs) I could not fit it into this blog post, which is the saddest. Aw, needs more pirate kittens. <laughs> I highly recommend following Mark and I for, for good times and lots of pictures <laughs> of dinosaurs. And we, I, I have a stuffed dinosaur that I like to put into various scenarios, and it's very entertaining. My favorite is the diaper. <laughs> I, may, I may or may not have been crafted a diaper out of toilet paper and put it on T-Rex, and it was basically the greatest thing ever. It was a fantastic day that day. I think I fell over <laughs> laughing. I, Mission accomplished. Mark's Mark's username picture on my phone is is his Wee Rex with a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, probably gonna it, be. I'll tell you, I'm probably doing Dino Summer. Are you really? I'm so excited. I'm really excited. Uh, please, please explain Dino Summer. So Dino Summer is actually built out of Dino November. A few weeks ago, there was floating around online a uh, 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 parents who had who have like a bunch of small plastic dinosaurs, and every night they would place the dinosaurs up to some sort of hijinks for the kids to find the next day, and they would take pictures of everything. Like one day they broke a vase, another day you catch them like trying to make food or something like that, or doing the dishes or something, and they just kind of like, oh, this is something fun to do with your kids. And um, since I'm, you know, a completely healthy and well-adjusted 27-year-old, I have a bunch of stuffed dinosaurs um, <laughs> that I will probably be doing the same idea, especially considering the fact that I don't have kids. Again, completely well-adjusted. Um, and just posting my dinosaurs up to some sort of hijinks every day through in December, because that's just what I do. Which is obviously yet another reason that you need to be following Mark on the Twitters. <laughs> that, that sounds incredible. Uh, I guess I should say my Twitter handle. It's Mark726 for that one. I was going to say, I didn't know if you were going to do it on Web Spaceships or, or Mark726. I just, I put... I try to keep Web only to EVE Online stuff. It's not always successful. Um... So you can follow me on there, too, because, again, too many Twitter accounts, and I'm completely not weird in any way, shape, or form. But Mark726 and or Web Spaceships. I was going to say, you could, you, you could post dinosaurs to Web Spaceships, and that would totally be legit. Yo. <laughs> uh, okay, what I'm into this week. Uh, I read the, the first two issues of Rat Queen, uh, the first issue of Wraith, uh, I read Harley Quinn number zero, which was was amusing, but I don't I don't understand the Harley Quinn thing. Uh, I don't understand the fan base behind it. I think Harley Quinn is very um, it's a very sad story, uh, to be honest. I mean, on the on the on the face level, he's a very interesting character, but once you 
or she's a very fun character, but once you actually like get into her story and get into who she is, it's a very sad story. It's very upsetting. So I just don't. I guess I just don't understand it. But the Harley Quinn number zero was wasn't that bad, uh, despite me disliking DC for what they have done over the past few months. Um, on top of that, what have I been re- what have I been doing? Um, uh, la- last night the Blackhawks won. Yay! I, was super excited. Woo! I, shall, I shall play Chelsea Dagger as soon as we end uh, end the uh, podcast. I didn't really think anyone yeah. cares about hockey. Still, I'm pretty sure no one still does. Um, that's because your team sucks. Uh, I don't even know if you have a team. I don't. But have I just a know team, the Blackhawks are awesome. But do you know who my local team is? You know they've they've won a few NHL cups or whatever they're fucking called. Here, West was, Virginia. Uh, our local team would be Pittsburgh. I was gonna say you would be the Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, your your team is 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 not bad, but I still say your team That's sucks because I'm a Blackhawks fan. But like I said, no one gives two fucks about hockey anywhere in the world except for Canada. That's a lie. No, it's basically true. That's a lie. It's like you can come to <laughs> one night. I will, I will videotape a night in Chelios, and you guys can see there are hockey like 30, fans out there. Thirty people. Out of the million that live in or around Chicago, actually, no, fuck. no, no, no. Oh, Ada, hey, no, no. <laughs> you, I would not say such things if I were you. Go, go, look, go back to your, go back to your, your wasteland of of unsports and leave leave the manly knife shoe sport to us. <laughs> you're talking about the you're talking about the guy who played rugby. Like, is that is that some sort of like, like carpet race? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> Give me enough shoes. You take you take football minus the rules minus the pads. Oh, so you make them even more yeah, boring football? Other. What? <laughs> But uh, football's not boring. I love football. But anyways, still, I I will hold on to the fact that no one gives a shit about hockey because it wasn't hockey like considering going bankrupt like the whole NHL just a few years ago because no one watches their shit. That's that's because the NHL was because they were poorly managed, it. not because hockey wasn't interesting. If I want to watch uh, they, people wait, fake fight, NHL... I can watch I can watch WWF. It's not fake. And WWF doesn't exist anymore. It's the same thing. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what kind of sick, twisted it, it, mind it, it, you have, Adate, that you want to watch the World Wildlife Federation fight. Like <laughs> that's very illegal, sir. And if football, if football and rugby are so boring that you want to watch animals fight, well, maybe you should consider hockey. Hey, not only not only animals, we're talking endangered animals fight to death. <laughs> and we have a new rumble. And <laughs> only the strongest species survives. Aw, the pandas would come... not survive that. Fight for a day he'd love. Fight for it. Uh... Aw, pandas. Anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah. Oh, so this week my biggest success story is that I got my sister to read Lock and Key. I was I, and she read all of them in like two days, and now she's pissed off at me because it's not finished yet. <laughs> well done. But that was you my biggest well. success. You troll well. well, 
there, there's one issue left, and it should be coming out this month. It's going to be the wrap-up, the finale of Lock and Key, and I'm so upset that it's over. But at the same time, I'm kind of excited because that means I can stop hanging on to the lives of the Lock children and wondering if they're going to survive this or not. They all died at the end. There's a good chance of it. Joe Hill is a fantastic writer. He's really good at making you care about characters and then killing them. So it's kind of like reading. Martin. Yeah, it's kind of like reading Game of Thrones. <laughs> it hurts you. It hurts you deep inside. That's, that's Game of Thrones for you. <laughs> I I can't. I I've decided that I've tried to read Game of Thrones many times. I can't do it. I can't. It just it it hurts me. <laughs> it hurts me so much. <laughs> Show me on the book where the bad man touched you. <laughs> I'm caught up on those. I'm working my way through real time right now. Book like five or fourteen or some crap like that. That's You've a got a ways to go then. End. I I hope that Game of Thrones ends. You know. Even if, right. even if Martin dies, he told two people how it ends. That's good. Maybe one day it'll end. Maybe. They could do the same thing for hockey that they did for football to make it more interesting. Remember the Lingerie Football League? Oh, God the damn it. The Lingerie would, Hockey League? The Lingerie amazing. Hockey League would just be a lot of frostbitten ladies. Uh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> Everything's amazing. When you no. add lingerie and women to it, right? No. No, the, no. the nipple situation is too disturbing. The nipple situation. They fall face forward and you cut the ice. All right. Well, on that lovely note of the nipple situation welcome. being too disturbing, I think we're going to end the show. <laughs> guys, welcome. guys, nipple situation is like my favorite band right now. <laughs> <laughs> nipple situation is my is my Janet Jackson cover band. Mark, welcome to the fold. You're welcome to come back at any time. <laughs> Hopefully, the next time we'll. I, I I hope we uh, next time will be here so he can actually guide us through a show. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> she totally had the show notes written out, guys. She totally did. I did. I didn't put it in there. <laughs> I was just like, fuck you guys. <laughs> all right. Um, if you want to catch uh, all things Good and Nerdy, you can find us at on goodgeek.com slash network. We are part of the Gunna Geek Network. You can uh, find us on Twitter at ATGN Podcast. You can find us on Facebook under all things Good and Nerdy. Um you can follow each of us on the Twitters, um, and I'm sure we'll all tweet about it at some point or another. Um, all of our, uh, except for Mark here, who doesn't have a camera, uh, all of our names are listed at the bottom. Um, and then uh, we have a phone number. I don't know it, but we have one, it. <laughs> one, three, or four, eight, or six, ATGN. Thanks, Ed. Hey. Um, you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, check out all of the other fun shows that are on the Gunna Geek Network. Uh, Chris himself is on four different shows, so if you don't get enough of him through this show, you can also find him on Walking the Walking Dead and the Arrow Podcast and the Gunna Geek Podcast. 
um, along with a lot of the other uh, Gunna Geek hosts that are around. Um, I don't know how Chris does it, but apparently he's better than all of us because he's a motherfucking wizard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a time I started a uh, tobacco podcast. Uh, Ryan and I were talking about rehashing a uh, tabletop bebop, so that, that plan is that plan is still in the works. It is so maybe one day tabletop bebop will return. Uh, I think that's it. All right, guys, have a good weekend. Have a have a happy Thanksgiving because I know we won't talk to you guys on the Twitter or anything before that. But uh, eat lots of turkey uh, if you're in. The Downers Grove area, there is a turkey trot coming on, going on um, that I will be racing for charity for. Uh, there is a lot of races in the city actually going on as well, so race, uh, support your racers and give to charity. Uh, they like money. Charities like money. And, um, yeah. Have a good weekend. Bye, guys. Thanks Bye, guys. Later. I'm waving, though you can't see them. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash All Things Good and Nerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN and we'll get your message and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.